Switch it. I let us wait. You talking your shit on this one? Talking your shit on this one? Hey. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Mm. Goodbye. Call you when I'm ready. 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 It's not personal. I be on my grind. Oh. I got 24. I ain't wasting time. It's not personal. I'm in on my grind. I got 24. I ain't wasting time. Call you when I'm when I'm ready for you to come over. <laughs> they say you miss me. Miss me. I know your love is good, but I gotta stay focused. Trying to live out my dreams. Oh, oh, always in your feelings. Got hey, the Netflix hey, and chilling. Hey, Asking me, hey. what are we now? Bitch, we just friends. One more, and I really can't afford it. Nope. Gotta try my best to shut this shit down. Hey. So call you when I'm ready. Hey. Ready. Hey. Ready. Call you when I'm ready. 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 Call you when I'm ready. 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 Call you when I'm ready. 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 It's not personal. Not personal. I be on my grind. It's me. I got 24. Hey. I ain't wasting time. It's not personal. Mm-mm. I be on my grind. Yes, sir. I got 24. Yup. I ain't wasting time. No. Nope. you in now? <laughs> when I'm ready for you to hey. stay over. Say you gotta leave. <laughs> So you met someone and you're getting closer They make you happy Now I'm all up in my feelings after Netflix and chilling Asking you what are we now Friends You said you want more And I'm really good enough for it Gotta try my best to shut my shit down You said call you when I'm ready Call you when I'm ready Let's go Call you when I'm ready. Call you when I'm ready. It's not personal. Nope. I be on my grind. Yes, sir. I got 24. 24. I ain't wasting time. No more. It's not personal. Mm. I be on my grind. Nope. I got 24. Hey, let's get it. Oh, yeah. Ready. Ready. And we back. Hey, hey, bro. Call me when you're ready. I like that shit, bro. I'm going through that shit now. <laughs> oh, yo. Oh, here we go. Here we go. You down with RCC? Yeah, you know we. 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 Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode twenty-five of the Real Critics Collab. Real Critics Collab. This is your boy Marcus, aka Mister Take It to the House, aka Reggie Bush. Give my nigga back his Heisman. Mm, facts, big facts. Get that nigga back his Heisman. It's your boy Levert, aka Leverticus, aka Sweet Dick Willie, and, and we, we back, back, back in, in the lab. lab. 
Hey. Hey, what's good, man? Not much, man. I'm doing good. How to say, got a long fucking weekend coming up. About to get some rest. About to eat good. About to just, again, recharge, bro. Keep long going. weekend? What you mean? It's, it, it's a holiday? It's, 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 the, it's the white people's holiday. You know, but I just take advantage and reap the benefits of it. Like they do with Juneteenth. We just recouping Juneteenth for what they did, for what they do. We're recouping this weekend for what they did on Juneteenth, if that makes sense. Oh, it's July 4th. I forgot. I don't really celebrate it like that. Nah, nah. I mean, do I ask a question. Do black people really, they call it Independence Day? Do black people really celebrate Independence Day? Um, I, I mean, because I mean, like, like, like they, it was like, white people fought. It was like, oh, that was for us. Not y'all. Mm. <laughs> it was that type of thing. I don't think basically, I think what I said last time on, a, on one of the podcasts, or could have been a previous podcast, I was like, with black people, we really don't celebrate national American holidays. It's just another day that we can get with family and we can get enjoy the day our out. family. Exactly. Barbecue and all of that shit. Get the day off from work. Yep. Yeah, get a day off from work. Yeah, man. So like I say, all I'm doing is I'm reaping the recouping my time and recharging. What about you? Uh doing the same thing. Uh it was a good week. It was a good week being creative. It was a good week for a rest. It hey, was a man. good week to reset. Uh, I'm definitely feeling in a better headspace, having my ebbs and flows. But I'm definitely. I, think, hmm, we, I mean, we all got that. We all go through that. We all do that. So uh, this week I was doing, I pretty much got on TikTok. And I was pretty much just introducing TikTok to my music and shit like that. Because I'm actually an artist. I'm a singer, songwriter. I do poetry and stuff like that. And basically, with me, I've always been a procrastinator when it comes to art, really, and everything. So this week, it was more had the energy and the mindset to like stop really procrastinating and start just putting more art out there. And then what I realized is that I think I, I put a post. I was like, "Never chase love, just go where love flows." And then my mindset was that like I got on TikTok and I was just posting shit, and I had all these people coming at me like, ah. "Bro, like." You are really sick with this shit. Like, I love your voice and stuff like that. And it, it just reinvigorated my energy and towards being creative in my artistry and stuff like that. Yeah. To just put it out. Nah, I definitely understand what you're saying coming from. Like, Twitter Twitter and Instagram, like, that. those are, like, if, if you're not being pushed by Twitter or, like, the Twitter algorithms, it's yeah. hard to really get, I guess, the recognition that you deserve or even, like, be put exposure, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah TikTok seems more organic. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's a lot of people on there, and it's, like, that's that's the good thing about online, and especially if you're an artist, is, like, you can go in different platforms and just express yourself, and you can find new fans with that. So while I was doing that, people were asking me, like, hey, like, where's your music? And I was just pushing them to, like, my Spotify and my um, Apple Music and stuff like that. I mean, it's good that you got that. You got those platforms. Like a lot of people singing, no, they don't got a, they don't got a SoundCloud. Don't got, don't got no music out there. Like, yeah, that. SoundCloud is good too. It's cool. I just think I just don't want to utilize one platform because never you can cut yourself off by yeah. just focusing on one platform. Focus on them all. Like just keep putting out your music because you're gonna find your fans. Yeah. Or the people who are into you all over the world. So that was a dope thing that I found out with uh, TikTok. Yeah, people doing Spotify exclusives, Apple exclusives. Like, nah, you yeah. you you're cutting off a portion of people that would really support you. I mean, Instagram is it's cool too, and I've met um, different people through Instagram. But and then you have the scammers too on there, so you gotta watch out for the scammers. I mean, but like I said, Instagram is like constantly changing its algorithm, and it's always pushing bullshit, and not it's it's just always pushing bullshit. I think it it pushes people that's pretty much already on. And that doesn't make sense. And the thing about TikTok is, like, anybody can, I mean, even on all the other platforms, anybody can become famous or, yep. like, have your fans 
reciprocate love on different platforms. So you just got to find where your love is. Yeah. So, I mean, exactly. So you went to where the love is. The love ain't on Instagram. The love ain't on Twitter. TikTok is where they really show organic love. And, like, am I wrong to, like, liking TikTok to, like, you, like, watching, like, commercials and commercials over, over like, commercials. You're just clicking through commercials. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, people's attention span is very short. Definitely. So by TikTok having where they'll have a video for, like, 20 seconds or 30 seconds, I think now that you can put up longer videos. But it's hard to reach somebody in a certain time frame, especially if it's short. So you want to get in and get out. Like, you don't want it to be too long in the beginning because you're, if, especially like me in the beginning, yeah. you're trying to, like, create new fans. Like, you just want to introduce yourself and then have something where they want to come back and watch you again because that's what I was getting. I was like, okay. Cause for the longest I wasn't, I wasn't putting a lot of energy out there. Yeah. And I was like, let me just post shit, man. And lo and behold, like first, <laughs> first video I put up and, um, like within an hour or two, that shit had like over 500 views Damn. and different like likes and shit and comments. And I'm not a person that's like really searching for that, but I'm just putting out my art and like, I don't want to keep my art to myself because I'll be doing a disservice to myself. Yep. Especially if you like people, you got different gifts with shit. Just go ahead and put it out and let the people criticize or whatever. Just put it out unapologetically because usually I'm a perfectionist. So even when I put out that video, I was like, I'm so critical of myself because I'm like, I'm, this this is not perfect. That's not perfect. But then everybody was like, oh, bro, this sounds good or whatever. So it's like, it just depends on like who's listening to it. Now nah, you're right. Like people, you were you worried about being sharp or flat, but people just worried about, nah, is this good or like this sounds good? Yeah. This sounds good. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So that was definitely an eye opener for me. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to do that. I'm going to continue to. Um, push the podcast i'm gonna continue to like i'm on you we on we on youtube we're on instagram and we're on tiktok and what i, I kind of did like i revamped my page because i had like the uh, old videos of the old pod and stuff like that i was like nah i want i'm learning now that it's better to have a focused page and that's then to have a page that's all over the place because even with my own yeah. personal Instagram, I know I'm all over the place. And people don't realize that I'm an artist. They usually realize from us like posting the spicy <laughs> videos or whatever. And I'm like, we're more than just a podcast. That's why we call ourselves the Real Creators Collab. And it's basically like artists getting together. So if you're an artist or whatever and you want to come on the pod, like, just come check us out. Like, if you got some good shit and we vibing with it, we'll, yeah. we'll put out clips or whatever. It's just another platform. Yeah. Like any music, any spoken word, all that, all any, any types of art form, all we're here for it. Black owned businesses. Cause uh, I, th I think people who are um, businesses, they're artists themselves. Oh yeah. They're no. putting across a product. I, the thing about it, every, I, truly everything is an art form. Like people like mathematics, there's a math, there's an art to mathematics. Yeah. That type of thing. Everything is art. Yeah. I, I really think like artists, artists, art in particular music, but definitely all forms of art is what really connects us human beings in general, in my opinion. Facts. Yeah. Facts. But nah, uh, what else are we getting into? Oh, I want to sh shout out to every single NCAA athlete out there. Uh, that's finally recouping the money that they've been owed. Uh, unfortunately, you know, like a Ty Gurley or Johnny Manziel or Cam Newton or Herschel Walker. Well, no, my fuck Herschel Walker, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's unfortunate that all the generations shout out Reggie Bush, Reggie Bush, somebody like Reggie Bush, but though Reggie did get his money though. But, uh, previous athletes can recoup the money that they brought to the university, but it's, it's shout out to all the ones there now that can finally make money off their name, their image and their likeness. For them to even have that rule put in place. 
is complete utter bullshit. Right. Because they made billions off these players. Jo- I mean, th- Johnny Manziel brought so much fucking money to Texas A&M University. I, I can't believe it. Cam Newton brought so much fucking money to, uh, to Auburn. Yeah, I w- if you said it, if you said it was a hundred million, I believe you. Yeah. Minimal. Yeah, man. Nah, but like you and you, like you said, like the fact that that rule was in place, you know. Because this, how to say, this was, they, the NCAA challenged this all the way to the Supreme Court. A Supreme Court that's six, it's, there's nine justices, mm-hmm. there's six conservative justices, and three liberal justices. Mm-hmm. When you get conservative justices who think that what you're doing is fucked up and akin to, how to say, modern day slavery, mm-hmm. and I don't want to demean slavery, I, I hate when people do that because it demeans the evilness and the ugliness of, of slavery, mm-hmm. but when they are liking it to something like that, you know you 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 really fucked up and you really fucking some people over. Well, I, I think I would say like it was like a uh, systematic oppression. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like you making all of this money off the backs of kids, man. And kids, most of these kids come from like underprivileged homes where they get scholarships or whatever, mm-hmm. but you're making billions. Billions. And you can't pay them players because when it comes down to it, their athleticism is basically a job in college. They got to dedicate all their time into their artistry of sports and stuff like that. Exactly. So they should be able to capitalize on that. Exactly. Like you, they cannot go out. They can't. They don't have time to go out and get another job because it's, they're they're so committed to the fucking sport. But nah. Uh, damn, I forgot where I left off on that. But um, well, uh, I would like to say um, shout out to uh, Master P and his son is actually he's, definitely he was one of the fortunate ones when that ruling had passed he got himself a two million dollar deal right the, oh, but the only thing that do me for that well well he playing football or basketball i don't know what sport he's playing i just know he got a deal i just i would i would be concerned about those side of multi-year deals because i feel like that's because it's so new mm-hmm. i feel like the money's only gonna get more and more and more and if you sign a multi-year deal they, they it's like the company like they try and get you at a deal when you first come in mm-hmm. instead of let the market play out and let the market build the money build if that's that if that makes sense yeah uh yeah you probably well i i, I mean i guess it depends on the player I mean, no, no but master p i mean master p he, far better businessman than i am like he, he probably see the he probably saying shit that i don't even see but i was just like saying like if I would just I, I wouldn't sign, I wouldn't want to sign a multi year deal in the first year mm-hmm. because I think this I think the money is gonna be more and more and more once people understand like the the framework and the layout and really how this shit gonna go. And basically, um, when they put a deal with you, they they see something within you that's gonna exponentially grow their business by you advertising and doing all kinds of things for their company or whatever. So, oh, definitely. I mean, you think about it like a lot of a lot a lot of these towns around the country like. Athens, Georgia, or Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or Syracuse, New York, or like mm-hmm. just, I mean, like backwoods uh, Texas football. Like some of the most popular people in town is the starting quarterback on the college football, on the, on the hometown f- football team. Mm-hmm. So, like, like pay, like, pay that man, like, he pay that, that man should be paid, like, he, the star and the celebrity he is in that town. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, like, when you look at like a Reggie Bush situation, and I think with his situation, um, he was basically, um, getting money for his family, his parents and stuff like that. So they can live. I don't know. If they lived in California, but they got a house and everything down there. Yep. And the way they treated him, bro, like after all of the shit that he done for the school and the championships and shit, and they kind of distanced themselves because he had broke the rule, bro. the bullshit ass rule. Cause y'all was getting fucking billions off his ass. Let alone like they didn't pay players for like the EA sports, uh, NCAA football and shit like that. Yeah. 
like 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 you said, my the biggest issue with like Reggie Bush and all these kids, like I think about Reggie Bush, I think about Cam Newton, I think about AJ Green, I think about Johnny Manziel. Like when they say these kids get improper funds or whatever they call it, they 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 try and villainize and paint these kids as evil and that quarter demean their character yeah. and their spirit when it's really the system that they've been forced up under that that's the issue. But you, I guess uh, you you got to realize they've done so good of a job at marketing or oh yeah oh yeah in a way they paint a certain picture uh-huh. where the the um, actual audience is getting a certain type of perception of players <laughs> absolutely that's just ain't in NCAA that's in fucking that's, NFL NBA that's the where fun. it's like you have owners and they got all the fucking power and the players are trying to bargain a certain situation well that's dealing with pros when you try to bargain or whatever yeah where they trying to get a certain pot. They start trying to get a certain um, amount of money, a certain percentage of the money of the pot. Because even when those TV deals come in, that's even more buku millions and exactly. billions of dollars for the school. Exactly. For TV the deals, NFL team. TV deals NBA. going up every yeah. day. Yep. So it's like, bro, all of that money y'all making, but yet y'all want to stifle the players. It's complete, utter bullshit. It's greed. They want all the money. They don't They don't want the workers to have the money. Yeah. yeah. Even after... Um, Look at the situation for like, like like coaches. They get all of that money. And where's that money flowing from? Exactly. That the mon- same fucking pot. You like the coach making millions of dollars? Exactly. How much are the players making? Nick Nick Saban is the highest paid state employee in the state of Alabama. Come on, man. I mean, Nick, he definitely deserves it. He wins a lot. Does Nick Saban deserve to be the highest state employee <clears throat> in the state of Alabama? I think so. He's the king of Alabama. Does okay, does Dabo Sweeney deserve to be the highest state employee in the state of North Carolina? Look, does Kirby Smart deserve to be the, one of the highest paid state employees in the state of Georgia? Kirby is not should be in that conversation. <laughs> does uh, who, 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 when the last time they won? Does Steve Sarkeesian deserve to be one of the highest state employees in the state of Texas? Fuck no, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, but even within that, like we talk about, the students are not getting funds. They're not getting paid. The coaches they get these millions of dollars. This nigga can quit and go to another job the next yeah. fucking day. That's another thing they had put in place where the stifle the players. Where like if you transfer to another school, you, you got to sit out a year. Yeah, sit exactly. out. It don't make no sense. The, but the system is meant to belittle, demean, uh, hold down, oppress the worker in this situation. Big facts. And I'm just happy that like at least they can get a modicum of payment for the for the work they're gonna do for the fucking facts. university and the team. Facts. So salute to the players. I hope y'all get everything that y'all fucking deserve because y'all, y- y'all fucking deserve it. Y'all putting y'all bodies on the line. You putting your, like, they have the whole. Um, a lot of y'all motherfuckers ain't going to go pro, but I'm glad yeah. you're going to at least get some type of, some money for your talent. They got CTE out there that can fuck up your brain over time. <laughs> exactly. Like, CTE, all cotton, take your ACL. Basically, they prostituting their bodies and they got they not getting compensated for it. Damn, bro, they was getting pimped. Yeah. Shit, they still getting pimped to a certain extent. <laughs> so y'all look Get all your money Get get your bag and everything Set your families up Let them live a great life Yeah man Salute I, to y'all Like I, like again I think the money right now Be like Might be like a thousand Five thousand Ten thousand But I'm telling you I think this money Is gonna end up being Quarter million Half a million Especially like For these uh, for like these quarterbacks That's gonna be at the university For three years That type of thing They might Shit With the money they making Probably at college They might extend their time Be like Let me go a fifth year I don't have to jump in the NFL that fast. Shit, I, I mean, it, you're right. It depends. It depends. It depends. It depends. I mean, if fuck. you know you're not gonna be a first rounder, exactly. I might come back. I make more money here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, that's real shit. But nah, but uh, talking about speaking about systems that oppress 
the athlete instead of addressing the real issue of the system. Let's talk about Shakari Richardson. And who is she? Shakari Richardson is the well, I, me, me being biased. I would say she is the fastest one hundred meter runner on the state on on the face of the earth right now. Mm. Some might say it's a um. I can't remember the name, the woman's name, but the Jamaican woman, last name is Campbell, but mm. some, somebody might say it's her, but I think it's Shakari, but Shakari, I, has it been, I don't, has it been announced that she can't, that she, yeah, that they, she's they out. said she's, she's out for the, uh, she's out the Olympics, the Olympics or whatever. Damn. Bro, that's fucked up. So I guess Shakari tested positive for, is it really though? What you mean? That her situation is fucked up. Yeah. This, this, the situation, I mean like the situation, the system is fucked up. That's what I'm talking about. The system is fucked up, but Shakari tested positive for marijuana, and um, that she can't, she won't be allowed to uh, race in the Olympics this year, in a couple weeks. See, you're more, you're pivoting more to the aspect of it's fucked up that she can't run and stuff like that. I'm going to pivot to the aspect of I don't really have any sympathy for her because that was a choice that she made in order to partake of the drug, and she knew all the stipulations and the rules in regards to playing in that sport. Mm-hmm. And running that, she shouldn't partake in those drugs. So it's like, first I'll say this. Salute to her for coming out the next, because it, it was announced yesterday. But she came out today, and she basically owned her shit. And it's like, yeah, I partook into it. Real like, I was shit. going through some issues. My mom just passed away. Adult and I shit. was dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I respect that completely. I mean, like. I say, I say it like this. The thing is, uh, we create a lot of the, um, the issues that we have in our life depend on the decisions we make. Mm-hmm. And so if there was certain rules that were put in place, this is no different than all sports. They have rules in regards to drugs, uh, performance enhancing drugs, whether it's in the NBA and the NFL or boxing or um, fucking fighting and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, y'all have rules put in place before you you pretty much perform that you can't have no certain drugs in your system because it'll give you an edge on shit. And not saying that you get an edge on smoking weed, even though when I was young, some of the fastest fucking players that I played with in high school with football are the fucking weed heads. <laughs> That's some real, I'm like, how the fuck y'all so fucking fast and y'all smoking all day? But they were the fast, and some of the, the, the smartest motherfuckers were smoking weed. <laughs> no, nah, but I, I completely get what you're saying. Um, I'm going to say, me, I live my life by the premise that... um. You be ready. Don't don't make excuses for the don't make excuses for the decisions that you make. Life is all about making good mm-hmm. decisions, and if you don't make a good decision, be prepared for the consequences for that poor decision. Yeah, and and I, I mean, and it seems like she's done that. It's yeah, like, yeah. I, I I take my hat off to her because she owned her shit. Because then you can say you can take a step back and say like, but all these all these people coming out in support of her, that's cool. But y'all didn't keep the same energy when you had other players that was partaking in drugs, i.e., fucking Josh Gordon. This motherfucker was weed head, still a weed head. He partook in a whole bunch of drugs. Nah. But y'all had animosity for him. But y'all like, no, nah, we gotta protect her because she was doing the same shit. But okay, I, I want to keep it. I want to keep it just to, to the Olympic side of it. So this is an Olympic thing. I Shikari, I guess she fucked up. She made a mistake. But uh, Shikari's issue was a. Uh, it's just a symptom of a bigger problem, which is the IOC. The 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 system in which they operate. What's the IOC? The uh, International Olympic Committee. My bad. I mm-hmm. should specify that International Olympic Committee uh, and the regulations that they put. I'll think about it, like Michael Phelps was caught on camera in a steel video smoking weed from a bong, but was still allowed to participate in the mm-hmm. Olympics. Okay. Uh, who? What was it? Two thousand sixteen. Ryan Lochte's in Brazil 
lying about what like um like uh, being assaulted or yeah assaulted somebody it like nothing happened yeah you're right nothing happened so like I, I, again i i don't know what the issue is i i don't want to say it's race based but i'm assuming it's race based because you let these two white men get away with this flagrant shit but you want to limit this black woman okay what was the time frame though because they gave her a 30 what 30 days was she like pretty much a time out oh don't don't get me wrong no 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 this when you say what i say i say like drug tests are not drug tests drug tests are stupidity tests Mm. You know you're going to be drug tested You know when you're going to be drug tested mm. They're not testing you for the drugs They're trying to see how stupid you are To fail this That's test That's what I'm saying <laughs> Like bro if you know that Like um You gotta perform for the Olympics Or something like that And you know the rules are put in place And then when you Even Even When you come more of a A famous figure within the sport You gotta know bro They're gonna be checking for your ass And especially if you're black Yeah And and like I said But like The 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 great What they allow The fact that they allowed Michael Phelps Or they allowed Ryan Lochte To do this shit Is Knowing I'm gonna say Just knowing What they committed The flagrantness of Their acts or whatever But it still allowed them to Represent America Mm -hmm. It just speaks to something Again something bigger I don't Like I don't know if it's race I don't know if it's racial, but it seems racial in my eyes. But then I also think about another example. Like, I don't want to say, this is, <laughs> I say like this, Everybody, every fucking Olympian on the face of the earth is probably doing some illegal substance. Mm-hmm. Like, like I think about like, uh, what was it? The 1988 um, 100, meter, 100 meter dash. It was like Carl Lewis or Michael Johnson or Ben Johnson. Like the whole goddamn field tested positive for drugs, but mm. only Ben Johnson was stripped of his gold medal. Mm. But everybody else failed the fucking drug test. Mm. It, it's that type of thing. Like the International Olympic Committee's like stupidity and hypocrisy. Like it doesn't make sense in my head. That's all. Yeah, uh, you can say that, and then I can say like, take a step back and pivot from the perception of if you okay, what well, the Olympics is like the biggest tournament of. Where you're athleticism trying to perform, or whatever. athleticism. Yeah. So it's like if you want to have an even playing field, they I would I would figure they have to come out a certain way because they don't want to set a precedent where it's like, well, this person did drugs, and like people say, oh, it was just a little bit of weed, like that ain't nothing. What's gonna be next time? It's a little bit of cocaine, that ain't nothing. Oh, it's a little bit of heroin, that ain't nothing. Yeah, but so they would have to come out a certain way so they won't set a precedent where people can start. I, I got you. Pretty much doing anything and everything. But they've already set a precedent of inconsistencies. They've yeah. already set that precedent. Like we talk about, like you have rules. If you don't abide by the rules, then the rules are not rules. They're just fucking suggestions. Mm. So that that that's the that's probably my biggest issue with that. Like mm. the fact that she is not allowed to participate. Of course, through her own village, she made the decision. But it's not the the system that demeans and limits somebody because of doing a harmless act. Mm-hmm. Like they, right? They've had. Oscar Oscar Pistorius, uh, what's that nigga? They called him Tink Tink, the nigga with the uh, the legs. Did he end up killing his wife? That, ki- that killed his fucking wife. But even before that, there was no domestic violence assaults on this woman. Mm. Even before he competed com- uh, compete in the Olympics. Come on, man. They had uh, even um, old boy who was on a bike. Who, Lance Armstrong? Lance Armstrong. Exactly. He did drugs too, didn't he? <laughs> Bro, Lance is out here doing some. Bro, Lance was on that shit. Lance was getting blood transfusion Like them shits was like Margaritas 
like I say, fuck the ILC uh, again. But like you say, I, Shikara, she owned that shit. It's unfortunate. Yeah, she it. I respect it. Gotta respect it. She owned that shit though. Yeah. But now, nah, what else we got? What you thinking? Uh, I don't know. You want to get into eight shit motherfucker of the week? Yeah, you, you got yours. I got mine. My ain't shit motherfucker of the week is going to go to two people or two. One is an organization, the other one's a person. Uh, part A of that, my ancient motherfucker of the week goes to the U.S. justice system or the U.S. legal system. And the second part of that, my ancient motherfucker of the week is going to go to motherfucking Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> what Bill? What Bill? How to say? In, in this situation, you know, like I say, people say, like, you know, like two things could be right. Two hold things. Up, hold up. Hold up. What talk about? How do you feel about? Bill Cosby getting free, you know that that just happened. No, no, I'm about to go go through my breakdown. Okay, uh, two two like two things can be right, two things can also be wrong. All right, jumping into Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby can be a piece of shit human being. Like this motherfucker had like prescriptions of quaaludes, like large large prescriptions of quaaludes for for this for the means of drugging and raping women with fucking right. Either I, what, what I hate, what was that mean? Was like either is we fuck like, it or I'll fuck it. <laughs> that is so bad. That's so bad. <laughs> That's <just> so bad. <laughs> All right, man. We won't edit that shit out. Don't edit this shit out. Nah, I ain't in this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but nah. uh, Bill Cosby, I mean, he can be a piece of shit human being. He mm-hmm. can deserve to be in jail for the shit he did. Like mm-hmm. again, like we never. Never, 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 ever condone raping women, mm-hmm. uh, uh, harming women in, in, in any form, mm-hmm. any form. But even within that, we can also acknowledge that Bill Cosby's due process via the legal and justice system was also violated. So two things can be fucked up and wrong and pieces of shit. So, like, what was the story with it? Do you did you um, how, how was he able to get out? So my understanding of, of it was um, so what I guess he was brought to court. Uh, I guess years and years ago, but the uh, I guess the the what do you say like the prosecutor the prosecutor didn't feel like they could have a case that could like, criminally indict him, mm-hmm. but they did feel like there was a case where he could civilly, where they could I guess uh, they could do it like a civil trial, mm-hmm. and what they did was a civil trial. But the premise of the civil trial was that if you do this civil trial, we will not prosecute you for this legally at mm. at a later date at all. Mm. But the thing about that was. Though the prosecutor said that, it wasn't how to say it wasn't formally put on paper in writing. Mm. So the courts came back later and criminally indicted him, which is the reason why he's in jail right now. Gotcha. But his lawyers thought that though it wasn't written down on paper, it was said publicly, mm. and because it was said publicly, that is legally binding. Got you. So that's how he got off. That's how his due rights, his due process rights, were violated. Yeah, and I think uh, I read they had like a panel of like. Six or seven judges, and they all agreed that he should be freed off just off the legal, off the legal legality of it. Yeah, so when you have people, they everybody's gonna have their opinion about shit, but if you have six motherfucking judges say, like, uh, yeah, the law is the law, like, he should be freed (laughs) off of it, even though it's a technicality, exactly. This is not our due process, exactly. When you, you, when you've got people that subscribe to the legal system. But understand how fucked up what this person did was. Mm-hmm. But understand that how to say the law has run a foul. Mm-hmm. But you know you done fucked up. And I guess uh, fucking 
do you would you think that R. Kelly and Weinstein have a case now? Like, make sure. Let's see if I got that. T- yeah, that, too. If there's somebody, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yo, killing me, man. I fight for my life. I fight for my life. <laughs> but yeah, like, oh man, I, like when I posted, like he was free. I had one of my friends like um, slid in my DMs, like, how do you feel about this? And I basically said, like, I'm kind of indifferent about it because I feel like. Do I think Bill Cosby raped all the women? No. No, I don't think he raped all of them. But I said, in my mind, like, Bill Cosby, not a, not a fucking saint. Because no. where there's smoke, no. there's some fire. Exactly, exactly. Like, I, like, um, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think Deshaun Watson sexually assaulted all those massage therapists. Mm. I mean, but it got to a point where there's so fucking many that, like, something happened. Something transpired. <laughs> something. something um, yeah, so I, I felt indifferent about it. One, because this ruling is not really going to affect my life. Also, and the Falcons. Falcons should trade for Deshaun Watson. They are? They should. Yeah, they should. <laughs> but keep going. I felt indifferent because I was like, hey, I don't feel like Bill Cosby's a saint, but then, hey, like, that's the due process. That's the, the, the justice system. You know what I'm saying? It's hey, flawed. Oh, and we, we as black people know that absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to focus on this shit uh, because. Cause you, you have people on both sides of the aisle. Like, I can't believe they let him out, blah, blah, blah. And you have people like, free Bill Cosby. And I'm like, well, you can you can say both because both he's not fu- a saint, or you can say, well, the due process was screwed up in the, in the from the get go, so mm-hmm. he should be freed. Exactly, both are fucked up. Like both things could be right, both things could be wrong. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, the the justice system is far from perfect. Just for, for example, the whole fucking Casey Anthony incident. You yep. know what I'm saying? The the Trayvon Martin and um, Zimmerman. Yeah, no, no, justice, justice is. The most subjective and subjective and relative shit ever. Like, think about it. Just justfully, it was legal to own us at one point in time. Mm-hmm. It was justful, or it was legally allowed mm-hmm. to to kill us. Mm-hmm. So that that's relative. Like justice, we know justice. That's a that that's that's some fugazi shit. That's yeah. not that's not real. That's relative to what what these white people want to allow it to be. Yeah, so like it is what it is. It happened. Um, you have people on both sides of the aisle. They have their opinions, but at the end of the day, Bill Cosby is free. Um, they had another story with um, Felicia Rashad. She had voiced her opinion. She was thankful that he was that justice was finally served in quotations. Mm-hmm. And now the people, the students at Howard are coming for her, like saying she need to be counseled and she don't need to be associated with Howard because she's pretty much praising the decision. I mean, I don't know what Felicia Rashad said, but if if it was speaking towards the legalese of it, she's yeah, completely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she's completely right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if she's speaking on Bill's character. I mean, because we can see we see what Bill's character is. Bill like a drug it for the pussy, but nah. If, if she's speaking Shit. on that, then that's a that's a completely different thing. Yeah. So it is what it is, man. Yeah. Fuck the fuck Bill Cosby. Fuck the American legal system. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my ain't shit motherfucker of the week. What you got? All right, it was this guy that wrote in, and I found this little, um, pretty much this little post on Instagram from a handle Relationship Boosters, and let me read this. Okay. This guy wrote in, he was like, hello, my girlfriend, myself, my parents, and my brother and his wife all went on vacation in another country a week ago. My brother and I were the ones who did most of the planning of the itinerary, although we did ask ourselves, well, we did ask everyone else for input for background i make around 150,000k as an it consultant and my girlfriend is a teacher making 45,000k 
My parents are pretty affluent as well as my brother and sister-in-law. My girlfriend knew this trip was coming up and took a second job waitressing on the weekends for several months to get ready for it. We have always split things, him and his girlfriend, 50-50 in the two years we have been together. There were a few times on the vacation when she did not go on outings with us, wine tasting, scuba diving, etc. She would also only eat two meals a day, simply stating that she was on a budget. My family does my family does favor more high and expensive places. My parents thought it was very strange that she only eats two meals a day, although she normally eats three. When we got home, I asked her why she skipped out on several of the outings and only ate two meals, meals a day. I mentioned how I'd heard her stomach growling one night and, she's, and said I was concerned about her having an eating disorder. She got very teary-eyed and said that three meals a day wasn't physically feasible for her and neither were the outings that she chose not to go on. She went on three out of the six outings. She said she was not expecting everything to cost so much, and she was overwhelmed. She also said she doesn't know if this is going to work long-term if she is expected to go on vacations like that with people who make so much more than her. I feel bad that I did not pick up on her discomfort sooner, but we did agree to split everything 50-50, and I don't know why she agreed to come if the cost was an issue. And I would say like this. They ain't mother- what the, the fuck? Ain't motherfucker. The ancient motherfucker of the week is this guy. Yes. What the fuck? Like, bruh, you are in a relationship. And you said you like you got to be so fucking oblivious and emotionally detached to your girlfriend. Because it's like. If you look at the aspect, if you the relationship, when you come closer and you learn each other and you talk to each other. You definitely fucked up when you didn't pick up on this shit and you definitely f- fucked up because I feel like she was never in a space with you where she could feel comfortable in order to explain her truth to you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, that's that's the root of it. That's definitely. The yeah. Root like, bro, like if your woman can come to you and talk some real shit like y'all definitely don't need to be together because you are a terrible boyfriend. And even at this, you're on vacation, right? And you're married or whatever. And you have your parents and your brother and his uh, and your sister in law. Yeah. You take your ass out on vacation and you go with them and leave your woman to her own devices while y'all are having a good time at these different places. Ain't no fucking way I'm gonna leave my girl. Ain't no way. Ain't no First fucking off, way. You on vacation, you could have asked her then. Like, why you don't wanna go? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you should come. Like, no, we're together. I got you. Because at the end of the day, if one person don't got it, you got it, bro. Apparently, you got it. <laughs> you gotta, t- you gotta take care of her, bro. Like that, that's baffling, like, bro. Me, if yeah, you, like you got to the root of it. Like the the trigger thing, well, the like the trigger for me was like, if I'm eating, you eating exactly. Like, like, like if I go out and get something to eat for myself, I'm bringing something home to my girl, bro. Fifty fifty. Uh, yeah. I know some people believe in 50-50, but you the king of your own household, but ain't no fucking 50-50 in regards to that's your woman. When you ain't got it, she got you. When she ain't got it, you you got her. Like, bro, like, y'all work together. Damn, this, uh, this motherfucker, like, he, uh, and I realize a lot of people are in relationships, but really they're just single. Yeah. <laughs> you just got a title. That ain't, don't mean shit. Not, not a damn thing. Yeah, not so a- he's ain't. Shit, motherfucker of the week. Cause I was like, "How dumb can you be? Yeah, how, no. can, how emotionally detached could you be? Like, 
and she you definitely closed off because she couldn't come to you and speak her mind like baby like I really don't have the money right but now. But she's starving. She is starving. And, and you say, yeah, I remember hearing your fucking stomach growling and shit, but I thought nothing of it at the time. Right. Like be fuck I mean communication communication can be you could work on that. It could be poor, but you could build that if you can't tell your motherfucking partner that I'm hungry and can you get me something to eat? Yes. Bruh, get the fuck out of here. We done. We yeah, done. Yeah, she definitely need to be cheating your ass. Hey, man. Like, for real, she definitely need to level up. Oh, okay. Man, okay, okay. I got a question for you. We talked about Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. My question is, you, you mentioned R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. R. Like, R. Kelly come back out. He doing the, um, what was it? What was the album? The Chocolate? He chocolate doing, Factory? Chocolate Factory. He doing a Chocolate Factory Roar Tour concert. All over the country. Mm-hmm. You going? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was you never an R. Fe- I mean, R. Kelly is like one of the greatest, but he was never one of my favorites. Okay, man. You going? We'll say that for the next podcast. Thank y'all for listening to episode 25 of the Real Credits Collab. This is your boy Marcus, aka Mr. Take It to the House, aka Reggie Bush. Give him his fucking Heisman. It's your boy Lavert. AKA Leverticus, AKA Sweet Dick Willie. And we out. We out. We out. Yeah.